Welcome back to the show. We are joined today by Diane Arnold. Excited to have her here from beautiful Charleston, South Carolina at the Family Collective. Yes, she's a licensed professional counselor specializing in mental health and relationship concerns. And again, the name of her company is at, um, excuse me, at the Family Collective. And the website is thefamilycollective.co. How are you today? I'm great. How are you? I'm well. Pleasure to have you here. Excited to connect with you and to learn, uh, you know, the way that TFC, as you call it, right, the Family Collective, uh, can be of service to so many people. So let me start off by just asking you um, a little bit about your company. Okay, wonderful. Well, um, would you like me to kind of start on, on where it started, where it came from? Oh, yeah. Just give me a quick overview. I'm going to get into okay. I want to know about you, how it all started. Okay. But tell me the types of things that you do as a counselor that could, you know, uh, you know, resonate with people to start. Okay. So at the Family Collective, our goal is to help your average person create healthy families by combining psychology principles and God's timeless truth. You know, a lot of times we believe that those things are are not connected or can't, you know, walk together. And we have all kinds of materials and information where we integrate that. And in um, working with people's individual um, selves and their relationships with uh, their marriages and their families. Beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah, there's a lot to you and the work that you have to offer uh, our listeners. So wait, let me ask, are you able to work in just South Carolina or are you able to work with um, in other states as well? Yeah, no, we're actually all over the world. <laughs> we have um, a fairly active uh, group in Brazil and um, they're wonderful. They, they do a lot of work. Um, I cannot be a, you know, individual therapist in another state, you know, but I can do seminars and help people get, you know, to these online groups and, you know, do like a lot of the online work. Got it. Okay, perfect. I didn't realize that. Just wanted to make sure. So everyone listening, tuning in, I'm assuming virtually you do a lot of your work then as well, right? I do a lot of the work virtually. Yes. Yes. Awesome. Uh, you mean as a therapist? Yes. Yep. Well, as a therapist, I've um, that as this has kind of increased, that has kind of decreased. So I, um, as far as seeing individual clients, um, that is not a huge part of my week anymore. Mm-hmm. I. I I do a lot more work with the collective at this point. Okay. Well, let's find out more about you. Uh, where did you grow up? Uh, what brought you into this field? And, of course, we're going to learn more today about how the Family Collective can help so many people. Okay. So uh, I grew up in Grand Forks, North Dakota. Have you heard of that? No, I haven't. <laughs> Tell me more. <laughs> It's actually a Midwest community, very near the Canadian border, um, and still very cold right now. I think they've had a horrible, horrible winter. Um, but it's where um, my family roots are, and then um, we ended up moving and living in Cincinnati for 15 years, and then to South Carolina, and we've been here quite some time. Um, what brought us into this? Interestingly enough, my background's in business, 
Um, and I did a lot of that right out of, of college. And um, several years ago, our family, our entire family, I'm going to call it, went through a, a season of crisis. And to be more specific, my spouse of 20-plus years had an affair. And, I mean, that, when that happens to a family, it rocks all of you, you know, including him. It was very against what he believed who he was, you know, as a person. It wasn't what he woke up and intended to do one day. And um, and sometimes I get uh, pushback for saying that I stayed in my marriage after that period. And I can tell you that staying wasn't easy. It's hard. Um, and as a therapist, I wouldn't even recommend that for everyone. But it was the right thing for our family. And we were able to eventually repair and restore our marriage. And I say eventually because it's a process, you know. But in our case, and in my case very specifically, my spouse was very repentant. And I would say, and I think there are a lot of people that fall into this category. At least I see a lot of people in this category. Um our marriages become a little business-like. You know, we we become great working partners, but we're not intimate like we were at the beginning of our marriage. And we we had kind of gotten to that stage. And I would say, you know, in our case, um, when we look back on it now, our family is better now um, than it was before that happened. Not that I would recommend this as a good stage, no. but, you know, it, it actually had positive effects on our family. God. And it's a hard topic, but anyone who's lived through a family split, and even when it's absolutely necessary that you split, they know that it's difficult and painful to break up a family, and it leaves wounds. And in a lot of our material, we talk about the recovery of those months and years that it took to deal with some of those wounds, some of them that came with my husband and I before, you know, we were in the marriage and some that happened in the marriage. But um, the really cool thing that came out of that, if, if you know, give me a second to explain that, um, is our kids were in grade school at the time and um, as they were getting into their high school years, I went back to work on the graduate degrees. And when they had all finished college, my husband and I just kind of sat down and looked at each other and said, okay, we really don't want to move forward thinking that they're going to get on with their lives and there possibly is some hurt left, you know, in their lives. So we were very intentional, maybe because he was married to a therapist, I don't know, but <laughs> we were intentional about sitting down and saying, okay, you know, have we resolved this, you know, period for us and our family? And it gave the boys a time to to uh, talk about it. Um, we were a little nervous going into it because we didn't know what we were going to hear, you know, and to um, kind of process the hurt that they had. But at the end of those discussions, it was the family collective that was born. It was actually our 
millennials and Gen Zs that decided they wanted, this is what they wanted to do with that history period in their lives. Yeah. And even though, you know, we knew that that was going to mean, like, getting on radio (laughs) and talking about, you know, that period of your life, you know, my husband and I agreed to move forward with their dream. And we also knew that it was one of the ways that God had called us to love and serve others, just to serve them well in our lifetime. So that's really how it actually came about. It was very special. Amazing. Well, thank you for for being so open with us and sharing your journey. And I think that helps a lot of people uh, right from the start because, you know, a lot of people, you know, do what they do and uh, they may not have that experience, right? Whether it's good or bad, positive or negative, it makes us who we are. And clearly it's guided you down this path of helping others, which in turn makes it a good thing, you know? So thank you for that. Thefamilycollective.co, restoring personal connections and communications. As she says, one relationship at a time you know do you wish your family relationships would get back on track well guess what someone is here to help you and to help remove those roadblocks you mentioned before they become dead ends um there's so much to the work that you have to offer and of course as we mentioned as well uh for uh you know premarital um counseling is something that you say is very important to you and helps uh, uh, address you know those uh, newlyweds to be out there because I'm reading that your statistics tell us that 40% of marriages out there can be more successful if we have this in advance. Yeah, that's the new statistics. Um, In fact, sadly, um, you know, we used to say one in two marriages don't make it, right? And that number has gotten better. But when I say sadly, it's because uh, couples are just not getting married. And you know, it's for very various reasons, but I think a lot of them are, I, I know that my millennials are a little bit afraid of, of what they saw, you know, what they saw in their parents' era, and they're kind of look at this and go, okay, so maybe this wouldn't be as hurtful, you know, if we just didn't get married. And unfortunately, that is kind of a, um, a, a big mark against their marriages succeeding. So the research will actually tell you that um, if you add faith and if you actually get married, you will have a greater chance of success. But when we were doing our work, you're absolutely right, um, I would sit with clients and um, I would think, no, why didn't you know that? Why, Why didn't somebody, you know, talk with you about this? And what I learned was, there were a lot of premarital couples that, that got a lot of information about their ceremony and, you know, and, and I'm sure their ceremonies were beautiful, but not a lot of the hard information of what it's going to take, you know, as we work through some of the tougher things in our marriage. So um, I found that amazing statistic that said, hey, we can help that. You know, if, if we can get, you know, good premarital material and make couples actually look through some of these harder topics, you know, and go back and talk about, you know, what their relationships were like or what their family was like, that they can have a lot better chance of making it. So um, that's what we put together with that premarital material. Beautiful. And any tips or advice that you want to give our listeners today, you know, 
about the process of entering into a marriage and things we should be doing and with communication, being open to one another? Yeah. Um, I have lots, <laughs> lots of things that I could say, but one of the things that um, I often find um, with the couples that I work with is we learn a lot about behavioral communication. You know, so when I say that, I, you know, I, it's like you stop doing this and you start doing this, right? And when we're working on our marriages, those things go well because, you know, we're, we're on the same page working toward it. And when our marriages aren't going well, I'm, I'm mad at you, and that is not something I want to do. Once we get into a fight, I'm going to quit doing that thing. And I have learned through a lot of my couples that the why we do that, I'm going to call that what's underneath that, the emotional communication piece, is really important. Really learning to understand that ourselves, why I do that, what are the things in my past that make me want to do that or think that or not do that. Um, I will find in most of my couples, one of them, you know, when they fight, shuts down and goes away, and one of them starts asking questions. And that's just very, very typical. But they do that for various different reasons. So I need to know why I do that, share that with you, allow you to, you know, accept it or not accept it, and let me know what you think about it, but have that communication pattern. And we have that in our marital book on how to work through that. Well, thank you so much, really. Let's take our quick commercial break here. we got to remind our listeners how we can reach out to you, please. Um, yeah, thefamilycollective.co is the website, and um, the email is info at thefamilycollective.co Perfect. Familycollective.co is the website. You can find out more about her there and of course she can help you. We've been talking about marriage, relationships, premarital uh, counseling ahead of time as well and there's so much that she can do uh, to help you with. What else did you want to share for today's show? I know we have a lot of notes and not sure <laughs> uh, what we can get to today so why don't you tell us what you prefer to you know discuss? Yeah, well, um, we're really excited uh, about one of the new projects um, that we've taken on. Um, we're releasing a book, workbook slash book called Perfectly Broken. And um, it's not quite out yet, um, but it's our very new material talking about um, our identity and the very real confusion of who we are, what what we're seeing, you know, as um, counselors is an uptake of 60-plus percent people in that um, millennial Gen Z group saying, you know, they're anxious, they're depressed, they are suicidal. Ah. And um, that, you know, of course makes sense. <laughs> As therapist makes us nervous, but it also is, you know, something that when you see something like that, you're like, what's going on, you know? And what has also been found in the research is that same group is really struggling with who they are and, more importantly, what they were called to do. And I, I feel like when I've been able to work with people on a one-on-one -on -one basis, um, 
they will get to a place where they have a better understanding of who they are, you know, and, and be okay with that. Mm-hmm. And um, once that gets settled, we, we often see that, you know, some of these symptoms really kind of get back into line. So um, that book, actually, we've kind of put it out um, on the website that you can take a look at it. It's called Perfectly Broken. And um, we're excited that it's going to kind of tackle that, who am I really? What was I called to do? Help people walk through the restoration of some of the things that have gotten in the way of that question. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much for sharing that. And we can get the book on the website as well? It's not out yet, but you can pre-order it on the website. Okay, yeah, that's what I saw. Yep, and take a look at it. Um, it kind of, do you, do you, I mean, I, I'm old enough to remember this, but you remember the Breakfast Club? Of course, that? Molly Ringwald. I'm 45. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. I love my yeah. 80s. <laughs> it kind of, it, it, it kind of reminds me of that. You know, we'll have people call in and tell me if I think it's like mid 80s or something like that. But if you remember at the, the reason that they were all in detention was because they, they, they had, you know, done various, you know, teenage things. But the principal, who was supposed to think he was the bad guy, wanted them to write who they were. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I, I, that is so, you know, indicative of where we're at to get that settled in us. And it's kind of funny with that, that uh, movie, they, when they all, like, understood each other and got that more settled, you know, they, they, they became more comfortable with each other and who they were. And I, I feel that's a little like what we're trying to produce, you know, with this workbook to help you work through some of those things. Um, and hopefully we'll get a chance to talk to about them in, you know, future broadcasts. But, you know, what, what happens when you have that root of rejection or you're dealing with shame or you're isolated or you're constantly fearful? You know, and, and what that does to you and, you know, where it helps, probably makes you get stuck. So I'm kind of excited about that because we believe, you know, healthy individuals, healthy marriages, healthy marriages, healthy families, healthy families make healthy communities. And, you know, we want to help people at, you know, the stages that they're at. Beautiful. And I know also, you know, there's... Spike in mental health issues all over today. What I will say is that I'm happy that we are seeing people talk about it more, you know, and I'm yep. not just highlighting celebrities, but the fact that they're on, you know, we're watching them yep. and they're talking about it is making us yep. feel a little better about ourselves, you know, especially since the pandemic. A lot of us suffer with this anxiety, this stress, this, and you hear mental yep. health, mental health. So I'm happy that we're hearing more of it. Uh, and I'm happy that I, you know, I hope more people are reaching out. Um, but I know you guys specialize in, in that as well. Did you want to share any thoughts on mental health as well for today? Well, I think, you know, you hit a huge point that I guess I would, I just want to reiterate, you know, at, we know that nobody grew up in perfect homes. If you said you did, I don't believe you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, I did. <laughs> There's no perfect homes, you know. No. It, and and we that of course, you know, we have all learned some unhealthy ways to cope with some of the hurt and pain from those experiences, and this can leave us 
stuck sometimes and it can, and can leave it definitely leave us with scars and it may be that you learn to ignore it it may be that you learn to blame others you know but it's not it's not help and so we often fear that if that's brought out into the open and dealt with we won't be accepted we won't be accepted by the community by our family you know or even by god you know so so unfortunately, like you said, these hidden areas yeah. keep us from relationships with ourselves and others, you know. So I agree that I think that that vulnerability piece, that authentic piece that I love the younger generations are doing is, is really helping us move to, you know, a better place. Oh, beautifully said. All right. We still have five minutes left in your show. What else did you want to share with your listeners for today? Well, um, I think that a couple of those things that um, we have to offer at the Family Collective is um, if, if you want to read about, you know, our mess, and there, are pe- there may be some people that are going through that same thing, that we um, wrote a little bit about our story and our testimony in a book called um, Take Heart. And all of these books and workbooks are actually available at Amazon as well. Um, So a lot of the things that helped us feel, we kind of, you know, put together in, in, in that book. And then we also have a lot of times when couples can take the, the marital or the premarital, both of those are online. So you can do eight or 12 weeks online with a group, you know, I mean, excuse me, with yourself, or you can just look at the workbook. So at the same time you grab the workbook, you know, I will actually talk you through, you know, what's happening in each of those chapters, or you can kind of work through the workbook on your own. But a lot of times after someone wants to finish, you know, they finish that work, um, they want more, and we offer online communities. Now these are not um, they're they're groups, but they're not um, therapy groups. Yeah. So um, I just want to make sure that that's a preface. They're run um, by you know average Joes, but they they do work through some of the hard topics that I know that I see you know in couples counseling. You know we're always going to deal with communication. We're always going to be working on intimacy. And, of course, sex is always a topic, and it's become more of a topic lately, you know, and as well as rebuilding trust, you know. So we provide that material for um, the groups to go through, and some of these are so impactful that, in fact, I would say most of them ask to kind of stay together, which is very, very um, wonderful because it is creating the community that we need. To be able to be vulnerable, like you said, yeah. in a small group and ask some difficult questions. They come out and ask some really hard things, you know. And these people that may live in an entire different state, you know, are like, yeah, we struggle with that too. How do you do that, you know. And eventually, you know, someone will come down and say, hey, we try this. Or someone will maybe go look things up. But I think that they're wonderful groups. And we're um, launching the next one actually starts. This Sunday evening, there's Sunday evenings um, from um, 8 to 9 Eastern time. So they're usually after we put kids to bed. 
and they're very one hour in and out. You're <laughs> if you if you show up late, you're late. You know, but um, we keep it as your group that you get to, you know, be very familiar with and know. So we have that going on. And we also, if you go online, there is thousands of blogs and articles, you know, for topics that may interest you. And at the same time that we, my husband and I, don't cover everything, we, but it's called a collective because we partner yeah. with other groups, or, you know, groups that may have specialties in children or specialties in something else that um, may be to you. So, Well, thank you for joining us, for being here, enlightening us. and <laughs> You can find us just about perfect. everywhere. And, and I know we have so much to cover. We have family trauma, feeling stuck. I mean, there's a lot to it. So uh, I'm hoping we get to speak again. Yes, thank you. I really enjoyed it, Jill. Thank you very no, much. Thank you very much. Again, pleasure having you here. Please visit thefamilycollective.co. And again, Diane Arnold, thank you for being here, for joining us and inspiring us and wanting uh, genuinely to help us. Uh, as a licensed professional counselor, she can do just that. Please reach out. Have a fantastic day and an even better week.